This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Vi. Yes, he does. Got our back all the time. Thank you. Have a great day. Happy Tuesday, Jesus. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Yvonne. Happy. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, my goodness. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. It's God good bless you. Have a great day. You too, you Lisa. Will. Okay. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, good morning Susie. Good morning, Susie. And who else was that? Carla. Carla, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. You have a wonderful you have a wonderful and blessed day. You too, Susie. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Truman and the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. How is everyone doing this morning? Sister Stephanie, good morning to you. All is well. Thank you so much. Uh, amen. It's a blessing to wake up and all is well. Have a great day, okay? Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finisher. I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Farina. It's a triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, family. Rochelle. <laughs> That's right. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning. Good morning. We declare victory, too. I have yes, to be in on now. that one with you, Rochelle. Good morning. Yes, good morning. We declare victory on this Tuesday. Amen, Diddy. Good morning to you. Good morning. Love you. Love you, too. Glory, 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 glory. Who else? Come on. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. It's kind Kim. Kind Kim, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Absolutely. Same to you, beautiful. Thank you. You have a great day. Likewise. Thank you. Anyone else? 
Let's declare victory this morning. Do we have any first-time callers that want to say good morning? Come on, brothers. Let's say good morning. Good morning, this is Diane. Happy Tuesday. Diane, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday to you. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, Didi. Good morning. Welcome, Miss Sawyer. Who is this again? Sawyer. Good morning to you. Good morning. All is well with you? All is perfect. I'm here. He woke me up. First thing on my mind. Amen, amen, amen. You have an awesome day, okay? Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Yvette. Yvette, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Same to you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Kenya. Kenya, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Have a great day. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torin and the Finisher. I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us during the month of October where our new monthly theme is entitled Decisions, such as making decisions, choosing, appointing, picking, selecting, as in regards to doing things in and for the will of God to be done. There are two announcements today. First, please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight, right here on this call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Second, please plan to join us tomorrow on Wednesday evening and every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, calling the same number to participate in a short prayer call entitled Prayer for the Children. It is a new call that will be held every Wednesday evening for those interested in praying for the children and young adults they love. Please bring your child's name and be prepared to participate in a collective prayer to change their lives. Mark your calendar. 
There is no prayer request from the app. Do I, I'm, for reminders, please go to declarevictory.org to put in your prayer request. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Brother E.K., declaration, Beverly. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Brother E.K., declaration, Beverly. Then we go right into those comments hosted by Declare, Beverly. The scripture for today is from Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good report, if there is any excellence and, and if anything worthy of praise, Dwell on these things. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until they start to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Brother E.K. Everyone, please have a safe and blessed day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Praise God. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Father, we come thanking you this morning. God, we praise you and give your name honor and we give your name glory, God. God, we call on you, Jehovah. We call on you, Healer. We call on you, Lord God. We call on your name because we know no other help, Lord God. You're the powerful name I know. And a songwriter even wrote a song about you, said God is the greatest power and that you would never, ever be defeated, God. So we thank you, Lord God, that we have the victory in you right now in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you would forgive us of our sins, clean us from all unrighteousness, Lord, from from thoughts uh, that are not like you, that don't reflect you, Lord God. Clean us up, oh God. Create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit daily, Lord God. Purge us daily, Lord God, uh, that we can not carry the weight around the things that hinder us, the things that would even harm us, Lord God. Uh, purge us in different ways, Lord God, from, from things, uh, different pleasures uh, of the eye that would affect us uh, from clear thoughts, Lord God. Uh, purge us, oh God, and continue to create in us a clean heart daily, Lord God, and that we could be used by you, Lord God. We pray that nothing that we said or done could, could hinder this prayer from reaching holy heaven, God. But we ask now that you would wipe our slates clean, Lord God, and that we would repent from our sins, and that we would turn our back on sins, and then that we would go and grow from that point on, Lord God. God, we ask that you would daily anoint us, Lord God, uh, for your glory and for your service and for your power, Lord God, with your power, God. Uh, God, we thank you now and we love you now, Lord God. God, we come on behalf of so many people uh, that declare victory family and so many of those that we have names and we have uh, uh, petitions before you and requests, Lord God. Some of us are tugging on your on, on your heart. Some of us are trying to touch and reach your garment, oh God. God, we come praying, Lord God, uh, because Somebody today needs to be made whole, Lord God, and we reach and tug uh, at your garment, Lord God, so that we can be made whole in different areas, Lord God, where we come short or where we need to be made complete, Lord God. Uh, God, we ask that you would hear us, oh God, today, Lord God. Father, we thank you right now. We thank you for being a healer. We thank you 
for being a mind regulator, God. We thank you, Lord God, for, for being our personal friend, Lord God. We thank you for plucking us and pulling us out of the horrible pit that we are in, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being our rescuer, God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are everything, Father, and we thank you, Lord God. God, we thank you now that somebody is in a relationship right now that they want to get out of, Lord God. Give them tenacity. Speak words of wisdom and life, Lord God, and resuscitate marriages, Lord God. And, and, and Lord God, continue to allow us to have freedom in you, Lord God, that we could uh, trust in you and grow in you and that you are our righteousness, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We pray for those that are in school right now, the children that are getting up and preparing to go to school right now. Bless those that are in elementary, that are in middle, that are in high school, Lord God. God, I come across so many kids uh, in my line of work, Lord God, that have self-esteem, Lord God. We thank you uh, that they have challenges and as they go through puberty and they go through different phases of life, they don't even know who they are, Lord God. But my prayer is that somebody introduces them to a man named Jesus, Lord God, and that they would, their life would never be the same. Their lives would change, Lord God. And not only that, but then our coworkers, those that are standing on the side, Lord God, that uh, that sometimes could just be a, a person, uh, not in a gray area, but just blend in with the crowd, Lord God, that they would have a uh, 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 collide and they would have a Damascus Road experience, Father God, and come to know who you are, God, and we thank you. Father God, Father, we thank you for uh, all of our warring worshipers, Lord God, that are on this line right now, Lord God, and that, that right now that they're so ready to birth and give a praise unto your name. As we take our phones off of mute, Lord God, and we begin to celebrate who you are and celebrate how great you are, we make a corporate sound, Lord God, that would impact I'm <laughs> 
giving up your first fruit this morning and thank you brother ek in advance for the prayer seed that you planted with us this morning and i thank god for all that are on the line uh, father god i just ask that you pour into me and allow me to exhale only you in the name of jesus good morning good morning um decisions something that we make every single day um I'm going to be coming from Genesis 7, 13 through 16. Um, I will also come from Revelation 22, 18 through 19, and Matthew 24, 37 through 39, and also Ephesians 1, 13 through 14. So, we got a lot to talk about today. Decisions. Decisions. I talk fast, so <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it slow, but uh, look, if that's in me, to go a little fast. So, 
uh, Genesis 7, 13 through 16. In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife and the three wives of his son, sons with them in the ark. They and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind every bird, every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein which is the breath is the breath of life. And they that went in went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Matthew twenty four. 37-39. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of Son of Man be. For as in the days that uh, were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. No. Uh, meaning the tenth and the descent from Adam, second father of the human family, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Amen. I am pretty familiar with the cruciality of God's chastisement concerning anyone who adds or takes away from his divine word that he has provided for his mankind. It is written in Revelation, which is the book of eschatology, judgment and final destiny of the soul and of humankind, where God gives a proclamation to let his word remain as he has spoken, but he who is the Theos, who is the God, has given his word to whom he's preordained, which is the human being to dissect and perform a spiritual autopsy, to enlighten men with the proper identification and application of what God is trying to convey by way of scripture. Revelation 22, 18 through 19. For I testify unto every man that heareth the word of prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from these the words of the book of his prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. It's ethical to say that um, types and shadows of Jesus Christ are found throughout the entire Bible. Let's walk back down memory lane to provide the validity of this claim. Adam clearly has uh, been said to have been a type of Christ in that he was a representative of humanity. Romans 5 and 12 is where you can find it. Abel, Adam and Eve's second son, is shown to be a type of Christ in that he was the first one to suffer for righteousness' sake. 
Matthew 23, 34 through 35. Enoch was a type of Christ in that he walked with God and was and was not. Enoch was a, an example of exceptional uprightness. You can find that in Genesis 5, 21 through 24. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus, all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Melchizedek, Chizedek, whose name means king of righteousness, was a king of he was the king of Jerusalem and the priest of the Most High God. Genesis 14:18 through 20, Psalms 110 and 4, uh, Hebrews 5, 6 through 11, and Hebrews 6:20 through. Uh, I'm sorry, Hebrews 6 and 20, and then 7 and 28. Melchizedek's sudden appearance and disappearance in the book of Genesis is somewhat mysterious. Uh, he and Abraham first met after Abraham's defeat of um, the Shedderloam and his three allies. Melchizedek presented bread and wine to Abraham and his weary men. I'm going someplace with, he, with this, demonstrating friendship. He bestowed a blessing on Abraham in the name of El Elohim. God's most high, and praise God for giving Abraham a victory in battle. Abraham was a type of Christ in that he was the prototypical stranger and foreigner. Like the Redeemer, he functionally had nowhere to lay his head. God chose Abraham simply because he knew that Abraham would instruct his children and his household in the righteous ways of the Lord. Abraham was not only a man of faith, he was also a faithful man. He obeyed and carried out the instruction of the Lord. Isaac Isaac was a type of Christ in that he was the promised son of Abraham. Isaac was Abraham's second son. Job was a type of Christ in that he was a righteous sufferer. Noah, meaning rest, was a type of Christ in that he served as a sort of second Adam. He was not the second man, but the last Adam, and was a type of the one to come. And the list can go on and on and on and on. As just, just as Noah was a type of Christ, he was preaching, trying to set up the cap, set the captives free of God's judgment. We also can identify the shadowing of Christ, especially in the great flood, and in particular, what we call Noah's Ark. The flood was one of the biggest events in the history of the world, whereby it simultaneously pointed forward 4,000 years of the life and the legacy of Christ. As we study the Christos, the Messiah or the Anointed One, Jesus is the Messiah or Christos, sent by God to save man from his sins. There are four gospel writers who bear witness of his spiritual and physical incarnation. Matthew introduced him as lion from the tribe of Judah. Mark introduced him as 
an ox servant. Luke introduced him as a man, and John introduced him as an eagle. So to understand the simplicity of the gospel, one must desirably understand its definition. And one cannot understand the gospel with a jack-in-the-box religion covered with a cardboard face. Uh, now, so what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that provides full and free deliverance from the power and absolute penalty of sin according to the grace of God alone through faith in Jesus Christ. Why is this good news? Why is this wonderful news? I will answer that for you. Because the influential of the Bible speaks of the fullness of his deity, especially when we are when we take a glittering glimpse of Noah's Ark. So I would like to entitle this message, The Gospel According to Noah's Ark. The preeminence of the structure. This ark was commanded by God for Noah to build it to his divine specifications. And Noah immediately started building the ark and preaching that it was going to rain and that the earth would be destroyed because of the wickedness of the people. At that time, the sins of the people were self-directed. So God made reservations with Noah to proclaim to the nation before the flood would come, that he was going to provide a safe haven for them in which we identify as Noah's Ark. In research, some have come to the conclusion that Noah started this task at 500 years of age and that all I'm sorry, and that all came to halt when he was 620 years old. Somebody should mute your phone. Mute your phone, please. And that all came to halt when uh, he was 620 years old when he entered the ark. So you do the math. Mm-hmm, that's right. Noah built the ark and preached preached for 120 years until the task of the building of the ark was completed. Now, let's consider the construction of the ark. First and foremost, we must understand that God gave it, just like he gave us Jesus, John 3.16. It was built as a giant wooden box, six times longer um, than it was wide, about 450 feet. The prime preeminence of the structure was to save those who heeded the preaching of Noah. And I'm sad to say that in Noah's endeavors of preaching redemption, I believe many became weary of hearing that same old sermon and started mocking his proclamation of the soon coming judgment. It's going to rain. Oh, here come that Noah again. With that same old sermon, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Ooh, let's turn around and go the other way. It's because it's going to rain. <laughs> we ain't seen no rain yet. Ah, but anyway, moving on. That's why Jesus endorses the episode that happened in the past during Noah's day and compared it to what will happen in the future. Listen, listen, listen. Jesus said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. According to the teaching of Jesus Christ, Noah was a real person. The flood was a great fact, and the second 
coming, the second coming of Christ as the Son of Man will be an unfailing certainty. So, I'm going to ask you another question. In what state and conditions will the world be in when he returns and is clearly revealed? As the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of son, the Son of Man be. Nothing could be simpler than this. Jesus is on his way back, just like the flood was on its way up. In Noah's day, the day arrived at the last grain of sand is to the hourglass. Y'all remember that soap opera? (laughs) Many folks were drinking, dancing, marrying, and uh, giving in marriage, marriages. They were having a mighty good time until that day of judgment God ushered the eight whosoever wills into the ark and God shut the door. Did y'all hear me? God shut the door. When Noah and his family entered the ark, it was equipped with nothing to control its movement. There were no sails or any type of horse-powered motor, and there was no rudder for steering. There was no control room with a captain to guide the ark because God was and still is our captain, our pilot and co-pilot. And as we as saints of God trust him to guide us in the ways that we live, think, and pray, by doing this, we rest comfortably in his holiness. This is the gospel according to Noah's Ark, the protection of the saints. The Ark was a place of refuge from the storm. In fact, Jesus is our refuge from God's wrath. Romans 5, 9, and 10. Having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if we were enemies, we were reconciled, changed to God through the death of his son. Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. God gave Noah an onerous work to do. Make the an ark of gopher wood. He's specific. Gopher wood. Room shall thou make in the ark, in the ark and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. When God gave Noah the blueprint for the ark, it was as if he was giving Noah a glimpse of Jesus. Noah built the ark out of wood, and Jesus was crucified on wood. God told Noah to pitch, pitch meaning to seal the ark inside and out, to keep it from sinking and for insulation. I I can only imagine. Today we call pitch tar. The Hebrew word for pitch is kafar, K-A-P-H-A-R, and it is used 70 times in the Bible to mean atonement as it relates to blood sacrifice. The one exception here is that in here is, is, is in Genesis, where it refers to the substance which covers the ark inside and out. In, in order to better understand the definition, you would have to break down the word atonement into its basic components at one moment, A-T-O-N-E-M-E-N-T, as in being one with God. 
at one mint. In order for Noah and his family to be securely protected, God shut the door after they entered. What I like about the shutting of the door to the ark was the Lord shut the door to disallow any last-minute mind changes and prohibited human intervention from opening or closing the door. Nobody could get there. Nobody could open that door. That's the type of shadow of salvation. Ephesians 1, 13 through 14 says, we have trusted in Christ for our salvation, and as a result, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to praise to the praise of his glory. Now, as a result, those on the outside of the ark as a means of salvation were then beyond their reach whenever the door was shut and they came knocking to get in. They made a decision. I'm not getting in there. Jesus said in John 10 and 9, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. This is also the gospel according to Noah's Ark. The platforms of the separation. So the Ark contained three floors. The first floor held the animals. The second floor was used for storage of the large quantities of provisions needed for the journey. And the third floor was outfitted in comfortable living quarters. But it's more to it than that. The floors are a type of work represented by the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, who provides us eternal life. The three are known as the Godhead Trinity. God sent, Jesus saved, and the Holy Spirit seals. And if we were to separate one of them from the other, two robs them of their glory. Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Philippians 2 and 6. The ark contained plenty of rooms. There was adequate adequate room for thousands of people on the top floor, but only eight occupied the space. Decisions, decisions. Only eight believed that the word of God (laughs) and were saved. Only eight. This is a very sad testimony of human nature gone wrong. Thousands heard Noah's message of the coming destruction and need for repentance of their sin, but only he and his family believed it and entered the ark, just as the ark had rooms. Jesus told us that in his father's house are many mansions, or literally, the father's house has many dwellings. Many dwelling places. Make your decision. The ark contained one door. Only one. Jesus provides only one door to eternal life, and that door is through his saving blood, which he shed in our place. Jesus once said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. So whenever it's said twice, verily, verily, or truly, truly, it is most assuredly. It is firsthand knowledge. It is certain. It is certainly and definitely. Now, 
The ark contained one window for light and air. Jesus is the light of the world and the giver of the eternal life. Jesus was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. John 1 and 9. The promise of survival. (laughs) Just like the days of Noah, judgment will come when Jesus returns to the earth. This is the point Jesus makes in Matthew 24, 37 through 39, when he compares the days of Noah to the days before his return to the earth. There was total unconcern with even the remote possibility of divine judgment. Just as the men and women of Noah's day did not believe him, or perhaps they didn't even care enough to disbelieve him, perhaps they ignored him altogether, which in many ways is much worse. In the same way, the world will have little concern for the possibility that Jesus will return and judgment will come to earth. Decisions, decisions. They'll be too busy eating or drinking or playing or sending emails or buying or selling or building or dreaming or singing or doing something, any, doing just about anything. But getting ready for the coming of the Lord. Make no mistake that the day is coming just as Certainly, as the flood came to Noah's generation, even so, the day of judgment will come to the entire earth, and it may come sooner than anyone thinks. You better think about it. Think, think, think. Make that decision. Decisions, decisions, decisions. In closing, when the flood finally arrived, everyone inside the ark was saved, while everyone outside perished in the rising waters. Perhaps some people came and banged on the door and cried, let us in. (laughs) When the floodwaters rose, the skeptics at last knew that Noah wasn't crazy after all. But it was too late. They made that decision. The same thing will happen when Christ returns to the earth. There will be a final separation between the saved and the unbelievers. And that's the gospel according to Noah's Ark. Dear God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for the message. I thank you, Father God, that everyone's ears was inclined to hear what you had to say in the name of Jesus. I thank you. Uh, if anyone has, I'm going to combine the those that uh, have came on a little late. And um, if you want to say good morning and if you want to add or make any comments, uh, because I do have to. Uh, start getting busy pretty soon. So if you will unmute your phones and then you have anything to say or say good morning, come on with it. Praise God. Good morning, Teacher Beverly. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful declaration. This is Rochelle. Love you. Good morning, Rochelle. Love you back. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Beverly. This is Sister Tracy. Amazing declaration, decisions, decisions, decisions. I have decided to follow Jesus. Tracy, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Good morning, Juanita. All right, anybody else? Is that a pondering word? (laughs) Good 
Good morning, Mrs. Bernice. Yes, um, that was great. That was really very good, um, the declaration. Um, and it is a pondering word. It is one to think about, um, especially in the days and times that we're living in and all of the things that um, we see every day. We, there are signs um, of the decisions that we need to make as to whether or not we're going to be, um, whether we're going to follow him, follow Jesus, um, or stay on, on dry land. I mm. think that your declaration has opened up, um, it's opened my eyes um, to make a decision um, as to the things that I'm responsible for doing and making sure that they get done um, for the kingdom of God. So awesome, awesome declaration. Thank, thank you, you, Bernie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, love you, sis. Hey, thank good you. morning. I thank you mm-hmm. for uh, saying that. It's amazing that you talked about um, Noah. Um, but I was thinking uh, lately, I've been hearing, you know how, and this is no shade to anyone, but the decision to follow Christ is one that, as a believer, to be sure of. And just lately, I'm not, I don't want to, you know how people are into this, you know, um, honoring the universe and, you know what I mean, the sun and all. I, it, it's hard for me, but what I just got a lesson on Friday because this lady mentioned tarot, and I guess my whole expression changed when she was talking to me. And so I just felt like that's her do- her choice. Like, I'm just Absolutely. like, why would I want to follow all of these other things and not the creator of all that? And it reminds me of the scripture, some trust in horses and chariots, but I just decided to follow God. And so I just think that now, like your sister said, in the times that we're in and the way people are just vanishing, because that's what it feels like here today, gone today. Now, mm-hmm. if you truly believe what the word of God says, then you got to believe him and not the universe and the, you know what I mean? All the stuff of the world. People seem to be putting more faith in that than in the creator of the world, if that makes sense. So thank you, sis, for your yeah. share. I always look forward to your share. I love you to life. And I'm just blessed by you and your sister, too. Amen. Thank you so much. Love you to life as well. And um, that's right. You know, we have, uh, uh, we hear all the time of people, you know, have uh, honoring the universe, worshiping the sun, um, uh, different um, religions and and how they believe, you know, that's how they believe. However, you know, we know um, what God has for us. And as followers of God, um, we know um, that um, in the beginning, in the day of Noah, Noah brought um, a word. It said it was going to rain. And this day, we know that there is going to be fire. And um, we just have to trust and believe and be ready. Be ready because we may not be a part of that. However, we must believe. We must believe that that day is coming. Amen. Just like in the days of Noah, judgment will come when Jesus returns to the earth. 
Teacher Beverly, I just want to piggyback on uh, Bernice again. When when you mentioned that it's a pondering word, yeah, it is a pondering word because we have to ponder, um, also known as meditate, also known as pray before making decisions. So that's why it's a pondering word because it makes us stand still and seek God when making decisions and not just making them based on what we see. Our natural eyes see something, but spiritually God will lead us from the Alpha and Omega of that situation. So that was good. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, this is Karen Kim. I just want to say thank you for your declaration. Good morning. And thank you for that lesson, not just the declaration. I mean, that was a lot of me um, just to sit and chew on, definitely to ponder on. Um, and as you said, you know, when that ark was built, there was so many room for so many people, but so little followed. And that just kind of reminded me of actually the word of today um, that says, seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. That's in Isaiah 55 and 6. And that's our daily um, word that is, you know, given each day through, um, you know, the daily, the daily scripture. And um I mean, that's just like double confirmation. It's time, the time is now, you know. And um, I thank God that, you know, I'm serving him, not just half-heartedly, not just loving him and not giving him what he needs, but uh, just being uh, uh, truly faithful and honest and on my face, um, desiring to um, to please him, just being a faithful and humble servant. Um, I just truly thank you, sister, this morning, just reminded me, you know, that the time is now. It's time to seek him. You know, the harvest is ripe in the labor of you. And you are amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, God really used you this morning. And yeah, I think a lot of people probably are sitting back pondering because it, it was deep. <laughs> so thank you, sis. Praise God. Praise God. Well, thank you, Kim. I appreciate um, all that you said. And you are so right. Um, one of the things that, you know, I want to bring back is, is that when he built, when the ark was being built, there was enough room for thousands of people, whereas only eight took. Uh, and occupied the ark on top of all the other two by twos. So they had all this room on that floor, and they just, you know, was chilling. Say, I'm gonna be over here on the west wing. Y'all check me out later. I'll see y'all in a couple of days. <laughs> and the Bible says there are many mansions. So if there are many mansions, are are some going to be left out? They're not going to be able to enjoy those mansions. This is a reminder for all of us that there is adequate room for all of us. We just have to get ready. Be ready. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Wow, that was a really awesome um, word on this morning. And as you were, um, you know, ministering to us, I don't know about uh, anyone else, but this song came to mind. I always, it was uh, sung by uh, Milton Brunson, Thompson Community Singers. I'm just going to read the words, but those that are on the line, I believe that it'll kind of jar them somewhere. It says, can't you see that clouds are gathering? Don't let it be said too late. There's a brand new feeling in the air. Better run to the ark before the rain starts. Mm. You better come on in this house. It's gonna rain. It's gonna rain 
Doors have been opened, open wide, open. Just call his name. Don't wait. Too late because it's going to rain. Come on and follow me. It's going to rain. Doors have been open wide. Open, just call his name. Don't wait too late because it's going to rain. That's what I heard on this morning. And that word was so profound. If you don't get in the ark, that's the ark of safety. If you don't get on the old ship of Zion, sometimes we have to go back to the old landmark. But that word should have provoked us on this morning. The decision is now. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Amen. Amen. Wow. God bless you. Thank you so much. Wow, that was, uh, you said Milton Bronson? Milton Bronson and the Thompson Community Choir. Um, It was kind of like one of those, you know how the choirs were back in the probably 70s, I want to say 70 or 80s. And Mm -hmm. this song really had a gripping uh, hold on your heart because you're going home and it has a, a, a lyric to you, you know, that yeah. you can, it, you know, cause it's something that's, it's, it's gonna make you respond one way or the other. That's your decision to decide, are you gonna come in? Are you gonna stay out? But the warning has come and the warnings are coming now. It's not time for us to just be lackadaisical. It's time for us to, Get on board. Get on board. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. That was pretty powerful. God bless you. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank God for the word, God. It was so, um, I was excited this morning because on yesterday, I just used that example of Noah and the ark. So that was confirmation to me. This is Miss Tony. I'm sorry. Thank you, Mama Geraldine, Sissy, for that confirmation. Because I heard the same thing, the song that was sung in my ear just now, mm. the same lyrics and words. And on the other night, I, um, PG&E gave me a message on my phone and said, uh, we will be turning the lights off and 374 residents will be without power until 5 o'clock. So I knocked on my son's door and I said, son, I said, I don't know when the lights are going to go out. It was 8.30, 8.35, the lights went out. He came out of the room holding his controller, playing the game. What happened? I said, it's going to be just like that. When God says something, when he speaks, you're going to have to move. And today's time and perilous times, we're going to have to move. We have um, instructions. We have, you know, to read the word of God. We have no excuse on today. You know, he gives us. Um, instructions to do and we have a responsibility to do it so I used that analogy on the other day so I thank God this morning for your declaration it was confirmation for me thank you you're welcome God bless God bless you that was right on time word for your son like okay it was 8 30 then 8 35 here he comes <laughs> yes <laughs> yes amen Yes. Uh, anybody else? 
Yeah, I just want to add that um, when we're looking at at the sign of the times and where we are, there are things that we know. Um, for instance, I know someone who works as a longshoreman, and he says that the ships are waiting for goods to come in. They can't, they can't um, supply the ships because there are certain things that um, are not available. And we know mm -hmm. that when things are not available, then there becomes a lack. We also know that there have been um, other ships that have come through, um, like when the Suez, the ship from the Suez Canal, when it couldn't come through because the, um, the because it went into the sludge, it turned a certain way and it blocked ships from entering and exiting, which is where we go and we trade. And one of the things that I know is is that the knowledge we see it, we understand, we see it. That's perception, because we don't know the whole story, or we don't know the what's behind the scenes. That's a perception. The knowledge is is that we know that the sh the shelves in some of the stores we go in are empty. We know that there are things that are going on when it comes to the vaccine and all of those things. That is the knowledge. Knowledge is truth. Perception really is something that is vague. It really doesn't exist in some manners. And so I say that to say that with the knowledge that we have, that Jesus is soon to come, we know that we need to contact and we need to minister and we need to save our sons and our daughters, our friends. We need to, and there's, it's a decision that they make, but it is our responsibility to make sure, just as Noah kept saying, it's gonna rain, it's mm -hmm. gonna rain. Mm -hmm. We today need to say, he's coming. He's coming. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's right. He's coming. And um, just like in the, <clears throat> the God shut the door, nobody was able to get in. Nobody. It was too late. God shut the door after they entered. And so those last minute mind changers, they made the decision early on. We don't want that to happen. We want to know, just like Bernie said, um, tell our families, tell our friends, tell everyone, anybody that we come in contact with, be ready, get ready. And you can do it in such a way that it doesn't seem like you are Bible thumping. Just do it in love. Thank you, Bernice. Anybody else? All right. Well, it's still early. Um, we got a few more minutes. So if there's anyone who is on the line who just wants to say good morning, go ahead and do so. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, it's Jubilant Juliet. Um, Good morning, Juliet. 
Oh, wow. This conversation is so rich. Um, it makes me think of that scripture in Matthew's, um, you know, that one that says, as in the days of Noah, so should a coming of the Son of Man be. <laughs> so this is rich, you know, um, because mm-hmm. and only eight people that got in the ark with him. And we don't know how many people were on the planet at that time. We really don't, but only eight. That's a small number. Pretty sure it was a lot more than that. And, you know, we have billions of people on this planet right now. And, um, but even yeah. with that, that, even with that, you know, that's showing an indication, even with the eight coming in the ark, that there's still a small fraction of even these billions, trillions of people, you know, and it is our responsibility to, um, to preach, preach. He preached for over 120 years, the same sermon over and over and over again, mm-hmm. you know. And we've been hearing it since we were, and I know I heard it even before I came into the church. I came to church as a teen, as an adult, but I was hearing about Jesus coming as a kid, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're here. You know, there's too many things that are pointing towards um, being in the last days. So I, I definitely and truly enjoyed this this declaration conversation. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Juliet. Thank you. God bless. Yeah, so it's 120 years of preaching. It's going to rain. 120 years. That's a long time. So there was um, mothers, fathers, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, all the ancestors heard it. (laughs) 120 years is a long time to be fed some information. Amen. Thank you, sister, for that. Good morning. Anybody else? Well, praise God. We got a lot of morning left. It is just now 7 o'clock. And um, if there's nothing else, I can just go ahead and close us out in prayer. Mm. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come saying thank you. Thank you for the dialogue that went on this morning. We thank you, Father God. For our day. We thank you, Father, for all that you are about to do and some victories that are about to be won. God, I just ask that people will remember your promise of survival. I ask, Father God, that uh, you cover us with your protection. I pray right now in the name of Jesus for the preeminence of the structure and people being reminded that you have divine specifications. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for your will that it will be done. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that each and every person that is on this line will have a takeaway, that their ear was inclined. We ask that you come against strongholds, demonic influences, and spiritual attacks. We believe you have the miraculous power and strength to conquer the darkest enemy, break the strongest barrier, and silence the greatest deceiver. Your name is worthy, glorious, almighty, and power, and we claim victory today in your name. Father God, I just ask that you send your mightiest warriors against this battle for us, God. Lord, you are the darkness that shines as bright as the day. Shine your light upon us. 
free us, give us peace, and snatch back from what the enemy, from the enemy's grip. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And God bless you. We will hear you in the morning. Amen, amen, and amen. Have a great day. Amen. Love you. Love you too. Amen. God bless you all. Have a victorious day. God bless. Thank you, Teacher Love it. Thank you. Love you. God bless you, Yvonne. Amen. Amen. God bless you too. Thank you.
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
and the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walk 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared It's time. 